0: Super pumped and excited that uh, you guys are going to be joining us tonight. While you guys are rolling on in, I want to give all of you a moment just to let us know who's joining us tonight. If you're with us in the prayer meeting, make sure that you guys share with us um, your name and where you're from. If you're not local, that would be pretty cool. Uh, We always love it when our online campus joins us from other states or even other countries and that has happened so many times. So it's so good to see you guys and connect with the body of Christ all over, right?
1: It's cool to have people from different places just joining in and praying, coming together. It's great.
0: Absolutely. Well, we've had, Angel, we've had uh, people from uh, Pakistan and India, Africa join us, and and not to mention so many different states in the US. So it's all pretty cool. Awesome. It is. So tonight's discussion is really awesome. And it's what makes Christianity different from other world religions. I would say this way, what makes Christianity stand out different and why this is important is because everything depends on it. Your future, your hope, your salvation, the salvation of the world depends on this reality. What makes Christianity different? See, if Christianity wasn't different, there'd be many ways to God. But, you know, we believe that Christianity, um, Jesus Christ, that he is the way, the truth and the life, that Christianity itself doesn't save you uh, because Christianity can be a religion. But following Jesus, being a follower of Jesus, we take on this title called Christian, which in the Greek was little Christ. So there's this title we wear named Christian, but the way is Jesus, not a religion. The way a relationship uh, with Jesus Christ, and uh, tonight we're going to talk about what separates the Christian faith from uh, all other faiths, and and again, this is important because your your future depends on it, and. And if we were to believe something false, then the outcome for us might not be that good, right? So, this is kind of an important question. And I will tell you, there are probably hundreds and hundreds of different elements about the Christian faith that make it different or stand out from other world religions. We can't possibly cover them all tonight, but we will cover the ones that I think stand out to us most and that we think will be most helpful for you. And the reason why it's important that you tune in and share this tonight is because. You know what? We need to know why we believe what we believe. Christianity is not a blind faith. I said this a little earlier. God has given us more than enough to know why we believe what we believe. Christianity is not a fairy tale. Christianity is not some story we just tell the kids. It is life. And if Jesus is real, and Jesus is God, which we believe he is, it's evident in history, uh, then everything he said, we take serious, right? And we know that Christians were given the title Christian they were called followers of the way before they were called Christians in the book of acts and it said that he that we were first called Christians at Antioch so what makes us Christianity stand out different now pastor angel uh, is the is the guy he's the man that puts together our discussion calendar and I know he and I were chatting and he's got such a heart for apologetics he has a heart to really help you and I understand why we believe what we believe, and what is the evidence for our faith? Pastor Angel, share with us a little bit more about what was on your heart regarding this question.
1: Yeah, I, I guess I guess it's more of you know what, I think you you hit it in a nutshell about believing and and standing firm in what we believe and knowing why we follow what we follow and what the differences are uh, in different um, religions um, and why we are we we believe what, what we follow what we follow why we we worship what we worship why we live the way we live and. How we, uh, how we base our, uh, ourselves on, on that. You know, and, and when, we, when we look at Christianity, we, we look at historical truths, we look at uh, things that we've seen, things that we've experienced, uh, but the central figure is Christ. And I think that when we look at other religions, um, they have their central figures, their central themes, their cent- uh, everything is uh, based on maybe on uh, things that you have to do uh, to meet certain criteria and, and there are certain obligations that you have to do. Uh, but when we look at Christianity, we look at a central figure named Jesus Christ, who came and gave us life, uh, who died on the cross for us. Uh, we didn't deserve it. Uh, we, we can't earn it. <laughs> There's nothing we can do to achieve it. Um, in other words, I can't say to myself, I'm going to fix myself. I'm going to do this on my own. I'm going to achieve grace. I'm going to achieve righteousness. I'm going to achieve holiness. Or I'm going to achieve uh, eternal life. And I'm going to do this on my own. Uh, it's impossible. And I think that when we look at Christianity, it's not based on works or what you can possibly do to fix it. It's already been fixed for you in the person of Jesus Christ. Our job is to accept the fixer and say, you know, you're going to, you're the Lord of my life. I'm going to, I believe every word that you said, I believe who you represent. I believe what you promised word for word. I believe that you're the way, the truth and the life. I believe that you died for me, resurrected from the dead. I believe that I'm forgiven in you. Um, so it's, and it's, it's just a, a relationship that he offers us. And sometimes when we look at other reli- uh, religions, it's more of um, a, a God that's maybe a fearful God or a God you can't c- uh, come near because he, we're not worthy of him or a God that we have to fear and be scared of and, 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 and walk in a certain way because something bad might happen to us. And that's their belief and, and that's respectable and, and that's their conscience and what people want to follow. But we have a God that loves us, that we are not afraid to come to. That we are worthy through Jesus Christ, and and there's uh, and and it's just different, um, the love and the grace and everything that God um, has given to us. So we believe um, in eternal life in Jesus Christ. He is the central figure of our lives, um, and we believe there's no there's no other way, there's no other hope for humanity, there's no other way to be saved. There is no cure for our condition other than other than Jesus Christ. Everything hinges and falls in the name. Uh, of jesus christ there is there is no back door it's just a front door through jesus christ
0: amen amen jessica writes we need to know god intimately because uh when we when we do die jesus is the only one that will take us up to heaven amen that is an absolute truth bomb and that correlates with what pastor angel shared i I will tell you guys i'll piggyback on pastor angel a little bit uh christianity is grounded in history so there's other world views out there other world religions that uh you know uh, it's not grounded in history it might be grounded in the pursuit of self looking within oneself right buddhism things of that sort uh uh, hinduism which there's lots of stories out there but but it but there's no historical evidence for the deities they claim. For us, it's grounded in history because there's nothing that has ever been found in archaeology that disputes the truth claims of the Bible. Now, the Bible certainly says some things that have not yet been found uh, in archaeology and digging stuff up, buried treasures, uh, but everything that has ever been dug up or any history that's ever been uncover- uncovered has validated historical truth. So when the Bible says this person existed and this is what they've done, archaeology and history, History supports that extra biblical works and so on. We also know that God revealed himself in history to mankind and his will, and he revealed himself through Jesus Christ. We talked quite a bit about this last week and or two weeks ago in our prayer meeting discussion, but uh, he re- revealed himself as being the Savior and the Anointed One. And we see this in John 4, the woman at the well, Jesus is asking for water and he's telling her, hey, I'm going to bring you water and you will never thirst again. It's living waters. And she says, give me this water. And then she starts to talk about, I know that the Christ and the Messiah is coming. And Jesus says, I am he. I am the Messiah, the Savior, and the Christ, the anointed one. And Jesus takes it even further. He reveals himself in history. We see in John 8, he says, I am. Now, let me say this to you. Let me give you the backdrop on this. So he's uh, talking with the teachers of the law, the Pharisees. They start questioning him on who he is. And they're trying to jam him up because, you see, they want to they they kill him. And Jesus reveals who he is to them. And he says to them, when Abraham, before Abraham was born, I am, is what he said. Now, why is that so telling? Somebody once asked the question, where in the Bible does Jesus say, I am God? We talked about this a couple of weeks back. He doesn't use the word, I am God. And this is why I believe that's true. Because in this time in history, there were many gods. If he would have just said, I am God, somebody could have misconstrued that as, I am one of many gods. But Jesus didn't do that. He used the name, the only name that God gave Moses, the revealed identity of God. When Moses asked the people in Exodus, who will I say sent me? He says, I am. So when Jesus said before Abraham was even born, I am, what he's saying is, I am the God of Abraham, of Isaac, of Jacob, of Joseph, of Moses. I am the God of the Old Testament. I am the one, only, and true God. So God revealed himself in history through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ owned and said, I am. I am the one true God. I am everything you need fully and completely to his greatest possible potential. When Jesus says, I am, he revealed himself as the one and only true God. So if anyone ever asks you, where did Jesus say that he himself is God? All you need to do is go to John chapter 8, verse 58, 59, and you're going to see Jesus says, I am, which means not only is he God, but he's not one of many false gods. He is the one true God, the God of Abraham, Jacob, Isaac, and, and so on, and Moses. And anyway, hope that helps.
1: It's interesting how he says, I am so many times, um, uh, revelation. I am the alpha and omega uh, first and the last and alpha omega first letter of the, of the alphabet last letter of the right. Hebrew alphabet. So he, he, he states it so, so much that I am. Um, and, and there, there is proof. Uh, like you said, archeology span has proven so many things. Um, so we have a truth claim when it comes to Jesus Christ, they cannot deny that he existed. They can, they can debate his divinity and who he was, but they cannot deny that, um, that he that he existed and as long as we can prove that jesus christ existed whether they want to debate his deity or not there is hope for humanity as long as someone can take a closer look whether it's a student right now in college debating on his beliefs or a student in college saying you know uh, or or, or so how many people have come to christ trying to de- trying to say that he did he wasn't god and as they studied they found out that he was god as long as jesus christ is 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 real and he exists. And if someone is searching, even if they're searching incorrectly to try to destroy the belief, there's always hope that in them trying to, they'll find hope and they'll find life in him.
2: Yeah. yeah, for sure. And, and you ever wonder, like uh, Armando's talking about I, uh, I am and it's a Hebrew word, Yahweh. Like, why don't we ever read that in the Bible? Like, but you do. You just don't know it. Um, so if you ever you're reading your Bible and you see Lord or God in all caps, that's the word I am, um, you know, the personal name that God gave himself to Moses. So look out for that whenever you're reading your Bible. That's that's, you know, God's name. Um, and the reason they did that is because the, the Hebrew people, they um, revered the name of God so much that they didn't want to say his name. And so um, that's that's why. <laughs> Anyways, another, you know, another we're talking about, you know, what makes Christianity different. Um, another so, so important thing is what the Bible says about mankind, what the Bible says about us as people. Um, you know, and a few things is that the Bible says that each of us were created in the image of God. Each of us are fearfully, wonderfully, beautifully made. Um, and then the Bible also talks about even though we're this great creation, that we are all messed up. We've all done bad things Um You know, the Bible, we call it sin in Christianity, right? We've all done bad things where we um, don't deserve to be with God. But why Christianity is so different is that um, every other religion, it's do this, do this, uh, and then you could earn your way to heaven, to nirvana, whatever it might be. Um, You could earn your way there based on what you do. Uh, And Christianity is so different in that it says, It's based on nothing, what you can do. Uh, It's all based on what Jesus accomplished by dying and resurrecting. Um, So it's not based on what you and I can do. The Bible actually says our good deeds are like filthy rags before God. And so, you know, our good deeds, the good things we do. Yeah, we do good things as people, right? Um, You know, you can even think of plenty of non-Christian people who do plenty of good deeds and good things for others but our good deeds will never outweigh our bad in the eyes of God. Uh, And so that's, you know, one thing that's just so different from Christianity from any other religion. If you look at every single religion, it's based on what you do, uh, not based on what God did. And it's, and it's great that,
1: that we don't have to do so many things, so many steps, so many rules and read something and repeat so many different things. It's just, you know, Romans tells us, you know, if you confess with your mouth <laughs> that He's Lord and that God raised Him, you will be saved. and And it's so, something I don't I don't want to use the word simple, but it's so, so impactful that that's what you need to do. And Christianity is different in the sense of you come to a Savior, you accept Him that He is the Savior, you confess that that He is Lord, and that He died and He resurrected, and God promised you. This, it's just not anything. He's promising you salvation, eternal life, peace, joy, happiness, forgiveness, um, unity, relationship, uh, um, so much. It just, just saying those words. And I, and I think that separates us as well. Where we, we, we're not, we don't have to do a creed or, or do some sort of ceremony or, or do s- all these things. It's just confess that Jesus is Lord <laughs> and that he resurrected. I mean, God is saying, I'm going to make it simple for you. I'm not going to make it difficult. I'm not going to give you all these steps. This is what you need to do, and you're going to inherit everything everything that I have for you. I, I think that is amazing, and and just and when I look at it from a perspective of being saved, it's something so simple. I know that for someone that's not saved, it's not as simple. But when I look at it, and and God opens your eyes, and you're like, wow, something so uh, something just just flows from your heart, and and there's so much that comes with it. Amazing.
0: Absolutely. Why don't you guys all take a moment right now? We would love to hear from you. What makes Christianity stand out to you? Uh, That's one way to answer it or ask the question. Another way I would ask it is, what makes Christianity, what's one element of Christianity that you believe stands different from every other world religion out there? Uh, Maybe some of you want to share with us why you're a Christian today. Uh, Please engage with us in the chat. We want to hear from you. Uh, On that point, I also want to take... um, you know, what you guys shared a little further. Um, So if we know Christianity is not about us or our merit or our good deeds, it's about Jesus, uh, what did he really do for us? And we call it the uneven exchange. That's right, it's a barter, it's a trade. If man, as Pastor Dave shared, was sinful, and was incapable of righteousness and holiness and getting to heaven on his own, Jesus, right, we had a, a, a sin debt, a penalty that needed to be paid off. Jesus paid that sin debt. He paid that penalty for us, uh, which the requirement of sin is death. He died for you and I and it, and took our sins upon himself, right? That makes Christianity stand out different than every world religion. Every world religion, as as you've heard, says you can do it in your own best effort. Work your way to heaven. If your good deeds outweigh your bad, then you're in good shape. If your bad deeds outweigh way you're good, you're not in such good shape. And and you and I all know that, man, you know, at the end of the day, the Bible says that the hearts of men are bent on sin. It means we're contaminated by sin. Those are odds and chances I don't want to take. Christianity is the only world religion, as Dave shared earlier, and Pastor Angel also shared, that it is impossible for man to get to heaven. So Jesus traded you. He took your sin debt, paid it off. He took your sins upon himself and he gave you his holiness and righteousness. He took our sin. He gave his holiness and righteousness. When you and I stand before God in judgment, Jesus doesn't see our sin anymore. God sees the blood of Jesus. We see, he sees the covering of Jesus Christ upon us. And that's the uneven exchange. God, you know, somebody once said, well, why does evil happen in the world? That isn't God not fair. Maybe God's not fair. And I actually had a different take on that. I thought, well, why not have all the evil happen in the world? Is that not what we deserve? We're all sinful. Much of the pain in your life and mine is due to our own decisions. And if it's not due to your decisions, it's the decisions of another sinful human being. And if it's the natural disasters in the world, it's due to sin. We're all responsible for that. So if God was fair, we would all go to hell and get what we deserve. However, God chose to be unfair to himself. That's right. He chose to be unfair to himself. And he hung himself on that cross to pay your sin debt and mine. And he let people who do not deserve a relationship with God into his courts, into his kingdom. That is the good news of the gospel, that you who did not deserve forgiveness in a relationship with God is invited to the wedding banquet as his bride. He has made you clean, isn't that great news? So that's the uneven exchange that makes you Christianity unique and different from every other world religion. And that is something that you and I need to celebrate. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. We have a new message that comes out every week. You can click the link in the description below to follow us on Facebook or Instagram or jump onto our website at fusionchurchny.com for more information. We would like you to be a part of what God is doing at Fusion Church. So please subscribe to our podcast and share it on social media. Make sure you tag us. We want to get to know you and feel free to rate us and leave a review.